Welcome, this is Voice of Change, a syndicated radio broadcast and podcast airing since 2011. Voice of Change is committed to raising the leader in you. And because time is the unit of life, I assure you that the next few minutes you have decided to invest in your own leadership journey will be rewarded with a definite paradigm shift. Stay with me on Voice of Change. Welcome to Voice of Change, your favorite radio program on leadership. And happy International Women's Day. Happy birthday to my first son, Tolu Alashe Adenowo, born on March 8th. And today, my male listeners, do not be envious. Because I need to talk about women in leadership. Don't worry, we're going to be balanced. Don't think I'm coming with some diatribe on women should be given a place in leadership and all that. To be very honest, I believe that women should be in leadership. However, what I believe women need is not a token place at the table, either at the corporate table or in political leadership or in political appointments. I believe we should be given an equal opportunity to express our gifts, to deploy our talent, to bring our own solutions to the table. Not just get me a woman. We need a woman. That happens a lot. So one man picks any woman again that he has, his candidate, his brother's sister, his uncle's wife, any woman, his girlfriend, who is close to him many times, and puts the woman in the position of leadership, in the end, it's basically the same as if a man is in the position of leadership because this is his proxy that he has put in place. We need equal opportunities is what we need. And I believe that when it comes to leadership by the ballot box, huh, it may take a while the way things are running for women to ever get there until there's electoral reform until there's legislation that governs and regulates how people get the money to run for elections, get the money they spend during elections, and regulation like in other countries that exist as to a limit on what one individual can give to anybody's campaign until there's such limits and there's probity and accountability in these things. How will any woman afford to get there? I leave you with these thoughts. Don't go anywhere. Stay tuned to Voice of Change. Voice of Change, sponsored by EB Consulting and Awesome Treasures Foundation Partners. Subscribe to Voice of Change podcast today on iTunes and Spotify. And don't miss a single episode. Welcome back to Voice of Change. I am your host, Olajumoke Adenowo. And we're beginning to look at the issue of women in leadership. You can reach me on Instagram, Ajumoke Adenowo. The truth is, this issue of women in leadership is not pertinent only in Africa, in Nigeria, or in the developing countries of the world. Every country is struggling to meet some kind of quota or the other that they've imposed. Will it be too far to imagine that Rwanda has that quota of women in parliament because of what they've gone through? They've seen what men can do in positions of leadership with machetes in their hands and I highlight a whole people group. It is said that women do not send their husbands and their sons to kill all the women's sons and husbands. No. 
Women preserve life. When did this imbalance in leadership really start? If you look at Nigeria, which is a terrain that many listeners may be familiar with, in Nigeria, before the coming of the colonialists, there was balance in power. There were youth in leadership. In Yoruba land, the youth leader was called Oloriodo, who is the head of the youth. Yes, youth were allowed to speak. Youth were allowed to have a voice. It was recognized in Yoruba land at that time that the youth mattered. They were not just the leaders of the future. They were leaders now. They knew that different interest groups had different interests in the life of the community. So yes, they were leaders of the youth and they were leaders of the women. They were Yalajes, leaders of commerce. They were Yalodes, women political leaders. All these were in place before the colonialists came. What then happened? Well, the institution of men in government was strengthened by the colonialists. Perhaps because it was easier to rule the communities by proxy through one person, the king, than by bothering with a council of eldership. Whatever the case may be, even when the colonialists came, there were powerful women in Yoruba land. Powerful women like Madame Tinubu here in Lagos and in Egbaland. There were powerful women in Ibadan, like Efusheto Aniwura. There were people like the late fella's mother, Fumilayo Ransomkuti, who gave the then king so much trouble. For she was backed by her husband, the Reverend Ransomkuti. He funded her organization. There were women movements that created cataclysmic landslides for the political arena. You may have heard of the Abba Women's Riots. The Abba Women's Riots was a movement of women from ethnic women to Ibibio women to Igbo women who refused the appointment of the corrupt district commissioners and the taxation that was imposed upon them. Do you know what they did? They refused to sleep with their husbands and refused to cook for them until there was change in the political landscape. I'm saying what actually happened in Nigeria in the last century until they brought the colonial administration to his knees. They did not stop. These women testified against their own uncles, their own relatives who were corrupt. This was a time when the conscience of women was purer. Women who testify against their uncles are vastly different from women whose husbands were bringing a G-Wagon now and they wouldn't ask, but honey, it's not possible. Your salary doesn't cover this car. They differ very greatly from women who would allow their husbands to buy bags that are way beyond his monthly income. I'm saying these were women who held their husbands accountable because they were generational. They were not thinking just of their time, but they wanted a community. They wanted a country where life would be better for their children than it was for themselves. What are we going to do as women in our generation? We need to start a demand for good leadership because without demand, there is no supply.